Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show, where we talk salt. And salt means we support abundant living today in all areas of our life. You know, we want to be our best. When we talk about a healthy mind and a healthy body and our healthy families and finances and giving back to our communities. So, you know, I had an aha this morning. I realized I had been a victim of identity theft. So stick around and I'll tell you right about it in about 15 seconds. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome for another episode of the Amanda Rollert Show. And I realized I was doing a little reflection. I had a conversation with somebody this week and I realized I had been a victim of identity theft. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. But it's a different kind of identity theft than you and I most likely would think of when we hear the word identity theft. So let me explain. Let me kind of explain what I was going through. And believe me, I didn't want to be preachy today, but I thought, oh my gosh, it was so quick at how easily I fell a victim. And I don't want that to happen to me again. And I don't want it to happen to you. So I thought, hey, I'm going to share what happened to me. So if we fall into the habit of thinking that our identity comes from our relationships, our nationality, our jobs, our health, our status, our possessions, the opinions of other people, we are actually held in captivity. And I will even venture to say, if we are who we are or who we think we are because of our past sins or mistakes, we're being held back by identity theft. And it's a different kind of identity theft. That's the kind of thinking that has you or me held in captivity. It's captivating our identity from who we truly, truly are in this world. And it can happen so suddenly. It can happen without us really even thinking about it because, you know, our identity really stems from what we say about ourselves and who we are at our core, not who we are because of our circumstances. And let me repeat that. Our identities stem from what we know about ourselves and who we are at our core. What are our core beliefs? What do we believe about who we are and whose we are? It's not about our current circumstances. So in other words, what I'm saying is, you know, what do you stand for in life? You know, where do you draw the lines around you, if you will? Like, I I don't believe in telling lies. Okay, so I don't tell a lie, even if it means that it's going to paint me in a bad picture sometimes because I might have done something, you know, had a mistake or I've, you know, but I'm not going to lie about it. You know, I have to own it. I have to have integrity. You know, what do you expect out of life? What do you expect out of yourself? Do you expect the highest of integrity? Do you expect the highest of character? Do you live by the golden rule? I treat others the way that I would want to be treated. You know, do I believe and expect goodness and wholesome? Do I presume positive in intent in, in everything that I do and every every person that I encounter? Or do I jump to the negative all of a sudden? What are the lines that you're not willing to cross in your in your life? And what do you believe about yourself? Who are you? You know, as I was kind of pondering what kind of uh, happened through this past week, I realized that what we affirm 
about ourselves, our affirmations, they can really help us daily to level set. You know, every morning, if you start your morning with prayer, or you start your morning with a gratitude journal, or you start your morning with your affirmations, we've talked all about these usually at some point, you know, uh, in past episodes, but we must remember who we are, not allowing our identity to come from our relationships or our jobs or how much money we have in the bank or how little money we have in the in the bank or our possessions or what others you know feel about us or say about us or whatever if your identity is rooted in those things your job your relationships your possessions you or i will most likely feel lost insecure never enough at some point in our lives Yes, we'll have our highs, and those highs can be very high. But when we have a malfunction, or when a relationship goes south, we lose a job, or we have to change jobs, or we did something that we weren't proud of, or whatever, you will have the, some of the lowest of lows. And that's where sometimes those identity theft things get lodged between that six inches of real estate in our mind and can cause a lot of havoc and can cause us to, to do things, feel things, and become things that we're not. So we must know who we are and whose we are to live a life in full identity, a full and rich and wonderful life. And quite frankly, for me, I know that I'm a child of God. My very existence, I believe, comes from Him. And I believe that when I place my trust and my love in Him, I know who I am because I can learn about who he is and he made me in his image. And I don't want to ever forget that. But if I become defined by my job, then I act as if that is the most important thing in my life. If I am defined by my relationships or my status or my possessions, then that is how I act. And I'll, you know, identity is the foundation of action. Let me say that again. Identity is the foundation of action. So who you identify with is how you act in this world. So placing our identity in people or in things or in opinions, we will never be enough. We can't because that's ever fading. It's ever changing. It's waxing. It's waning. When we know who we are, it's harder to get sucked into the vortex of worrying about what other people think. We should only care about what God thinks. If we don't know who we are, we don't know how to act in this world. For example, if I am only identified as my job, then I have made my job my God with a little g. Because every day I wake up and I fixate my day around my job. My husband, or if you're a guy, your wife, takes a back seat to your job, your children and and their needs take a back seat. No matter how much you want to convince yourself otherwise, it's not the case because you've made your job the definition of you. Nothing should have that power over you. That is what I'm talking about when I say don't be a victim of identity theft. Don't let something, some possession, some relationship, some past mistake be your identity. That's not who you or I are, and that's not who you or I were destined to become. If you define yourself by your relationships, you have made your relationship your God, little g. Don't get me wrong. There are very, very 
important relationships that we need to have in this world. There is nothing more greater for me to know that I am the wife of the Bobby dude and the mother of Chelsea and Brooke and MP and Gabe the babe and the Gigi of my grandbabies. Those are relationships that I have, but that relationship all by itself doesn't define me. And if that is all that I see that I am in this world, I'm missing the greater picture because we have to first define ourselves as a child of God and know what a child of God has as an inheritance. Because if we know that, then we become better at all of the other things that we are in our life. And I'm going to share that here in just a second. And like I said, I didn't intend to be a a preacher at this particular episode, but I, I do want to share you know, so what does the Bible say about our identity in God? Or, or you know, what, is, what does Scripture say? I just want to tell you just real quickly, the Scripture says that our identity in Christ is accepting His gift to each and every one of us, if we want to, of eternal, you know, life through, through our journey. And, you know, He gave His life on earth and rose from the grave to conquer death and allow the pathway to sanctify those who believe in Him. And when we become the followers we lose our identity to this world and embrace our identity in him in christ and his church so let me let me rephrase that again and just say when we know whose we are we belong to god we lose our identity to this world meaning we lose our identity as what our job title is what our relationship is how much money we have in the bank our past sins what nationality we are what opinions and others think about us. When we know whose we are, those other relationships, those other jobs, those those other identities, they don't hold us captive. And remember a little bit earlier, I said identity is the foundation of action. If I identify as a child of God, then I'm going to act that way. And I'm going to be a better mother, a better wife. I'm going to be better at my job. I'm going to have better relationships, but I'm going to be positive and I'm going to look through the lens as God sees me. And I will not allow my identity to be taken because I am in him. And when I realized, and like I said, I I had an instance this past week to think about, it's actually talking to somebody about, a, about jobs and reflecting on my own journey, you know, through my life and how, when, you know, a younger time in my life, you know, I was always striving to become more and do more and and rise to this level and that level and you know what is success and how does success define us? And, you know, probably been through the whole, you know, story, you know, in, in your own lives, in your own journeys. What does that look like? And I will say to you that the higher that you go, the more, of course, that's demanded. The the world wants more and more and more of you. Let me take a cut out of this piece of the pie and a little bit more. And I need you for this and that. And if you are defined by your role, if you're defined by your job, somebody in your life is having to take a back seat because that whole pie is eaten up by, you know, who you define yourself as by your, by your job. Or, you know, what about possessions? If status means something in your life and you're like, if, if I get this car and that person down the street got that, so then I'm keeping up with the Joneses or the Smiths, or you've heard that you know, whole scenario, or I got this house and now I'm going to get this bigger house because I can. 
it's all of a sudden, it's always about possessions and what you have and how bigger, faster, stronger, and that becomes your identity. When in fact, the focus is on the wrong thing because identity is the foundation of action. And if you are acting because of who you think you are, because of your possessions or because of your relationships or because of your job, you will act more in that way, more in secular world. Everything you do is how you think the world looks at you based on your relationship. And you know what, guys? Relationships fail. Possessions come and go. Jobs come and go. Our bank account goes up and it goes down. Unfortunately, things of this world are fleeting, but we have to get a clear mindset. If we can get a clear mindset, then there is positivity. And even a setback is just a set up for a future success. It's not like we're not going to have difficulties in our life. It's not that we're not going to have trials or temptations or struggles, you know, or even downright, you know, obstacles to overcome. That that's never been the case, even knowing that we're a child of God. But knowing whose we are helps us get through that because we can look that up. We can see, we can know, you know, I am forgiven. I am healthy. I am whole. God is my shield. And he is my son, because if my identity is within him, meaning my, my God, I'm, I know who I am because I know him, then identity is a foundation of action. Then I will act <laughs> as he asks me to act. Love. I will love my neighbor. I will help my neighbor. I value my body because he says it's a temple. I value my spouse. And I, I will act accordingly to lift up, to love, to g- gently care for. I will argue with honor. I will not try to be great or degrade. I will love my children, even when it's frustrating and it's hard, because these are the treasures that God gave us. My job will not define me. God defines who I am. And I take those characteristics into my job to have integrity, to show up when I say I'm going to show up, to do the work that I say I'm going to do, to focus my day on the benefit of the organization that I am employed by. Or if I own my own job, I will honor and respect and hold in the highest regard the customers who walk through my door needing my help, my assistance, my service, my product. But if we are just saying, I am a, you fill in the blank, and that's what defines me, then identity is the foundation of action. And you are so limited. You are so limited because you are putting an identity of a thing or a possession or a feeling or an opinion on yourself. And you're going to react. Because remember, remember, guys, when we first started this journey together, we think in pictures and basically the second we let something sink in to us, into our conscious mind. As soon as we say yes, that you believe that you are defined by your relationships or your job or your possessions, as soon as you let that sink in, it's going to go straight down into your subconscious and cause you to act in a certain way, which is why I said identity is the foundation of action. And actions get results. Results get more feelings. Those feelings get your thoughts. Thoughts go back down into the uh, subconscious and it's a, it's a cycle. 
So if you're constantly defined by what other people think about you, you're constantly worrying about what other people think about you, and those people are going to continue to think things about you, and you're going to you're going to respond and act in a way, and it's this self-fulfilling prophecy. Instead, if you know in the core, my name is Amanda, I stand for this, I am a child of God, my identity is in who God says I am and that is what you bathe yourself in every day, then your actions are based in the foundation of that identity. But because of that identity, all of these other areas of our secular world, if you will, being a wife, a mother, an employee, an owner, they're all enriched because you changed what your identity was. You changed the focus of your identity. And I just wanted to share that with you today as I I realized in my past, and you know, this is the uh, vulnerable statement, is that I think in the past, if I'm going to be completely honest, I think I've allowed this world to to define who I am at certain points until I, you know, had my wake up moments and and so forth. Because I've always, you know, I love the God that I serve, the the Creator of the universe, and there is a nobody that I would rather have identify me than Him. I did want to share Psalms 103 with you. It says, bless the Lord, my soul, all my being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and do not forget all his gifts, who pardons all our sins and heals our ills, who redeems our life from the pit and crowns you with mercy and compassion, who fills your day with good things so your youth is renewed like the eagles. Wow. Wow. Just saying those couple of sentences helped me to realize that don't forget all your gifts come from above. And he forgives us all of our transgressions. If we ask him to, he heals our ills. He heals our broken hearts. He can, he heals us from anything that is going on in our life where money, relationships, possessions, that can't heal us. It could be a quick fix, but it's never going to heal us for the long term. And he redeems our life from the pit. He's the one and only one that can help us help ourselves when we are in or trying to overcome an obstacle. And yet he crowns us with his mercy, his constant mercy. And he fills our days with good things. And this is the part that just, ah, oh, this makes me go, oh my gosh. He fills us so our youth is renewed like the eagles. Oh my gosh. You know, especially the older that we get, there's nothing greater to my ears than, gosh, you know, to have my youth back, to have that energy, to have that vitality, to have that dream perspective on everything that, that I do, what I want in my life. And to be renewed like the eagles, mm, that just means when your youth is renewed, you're going to soar. You're going to soar like the eagles. That's what I want in my life. That's what I want in your life. And so I just thought today, I thought, you know, I have in the past been a victim of identity theft, this other kind. And I just want to challenge us all. Don't let that happen to us. Know who you are and know whose you are. And when you know your identity comes from God, wrap yourself, you know, cover yourself in his truth about who you are, because then you will take all of that 
with your affirmations into your daily walk as a wife, as a, as a, a husband, as a, a daughter, as a mother, as a sister, as a brother, and into every relationship that you have. And it'll be healthy, and it'll be good, and it'll be wholesome, and it will propel you to support abundant living today. Yeah, your salt in everything that you do. So, it is my prayer, it is my wish for you to have a great rest of your week. And join me next week for another episode of The Amanda Roller Show, where we talk salt. Have a great week, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.